0: Welcome to the Upwards Positive Podcast with your hosts, Dave and Tim. Journey to positive thinking through stories, music, movies, and much more. Join the guides as they help provide you with positive thinking and ideas to help you through hard times in the journey of life.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to the Upwards Positive Podcast. Myself, Tim, Tim Mazzarana, and Dave Thomas uh, here as your hosts tonight. Um, Excited to kind of be here, man. i be honest with you, I kind of needed this. It's been uh,
0: yeah.
1: kind of a whirlwind at work lately and uh i needed to kind of break away and just kind of talk some things out man how are you doing
0: good good yeah same way i was just thinking about that when you're saying it i was like you know this could be one of those moments where you take that time to you know kind of decompress just a little bit and try to you know a lot of times you focus on that for weekends right like oh you know i can't wait to get the weekend but the thing is the weekend is it yeah, it's a couple of days off, but it doesn't really change the fact that you still have to come back to the same workload on Monday that you left behind on Friday. So you got that stress comes right back, you know. No doubt. So yeah, I I I love my weekends, of course, but they're never long enough, right? Because you just you don't it's not like you're getting that nice detaching feeling like you are if you took a week off or a vacation, right? It's a yeah. little different. And right now it's such a hard time at work, right? This these this time frame at work for anybody is usually a nightmare, right? Because all companies are pushing first quarter, you know, everybody needs to get everything aligned and there's a lot of work. Yeah, it's just so much going on and, you know, you're constantly being bombarded by, you know, other people you work with, different areas. I mean, it's, it's just, that's normal though, I think. Every year, at the beginning of the year, for me at least, you know, everybody's different, but from here till November, and it slows down as it goes. So right now it's busy, It'll stay busy till about the summer. Then I think people tend to do more vacations. So things a little bit slow down the summer, at least at the beginning. And then uh, from that point, after 4th July, then it starts to go down completely slowly, but surely, you know, it's like, in just a kind of a fade out.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it, kind of, it definitely comes in waves. I we, we do a lot of stuff by quarters. And yeah. uh, same thing, summertime will be kind of, kind of slower, but, but building up towards, you know, a big third and beginning of fourth quarter. And then come, come December, a lot of things kind of die down because, you know, you got Christmas in there and everybody kind of takes it off and things kind of pause for a little bit. I always typically work, but it's a lot less workload, you know, dur- during that time of year for the most part. So, which is good, but I don't know about you. I'm, I'm one of those guys that when I got a lot of my mind, I don't sleep very well like yeah, the last, you know, you. couple of weeks, like I, I, I'm the type of guy that'll wake up at like four in the morning and uh, start thinking about, you know, I'm not, and, and it's not like bad stuff, not angry about, it, I'm not behind or anything like that. It, it's just a matter of you start thinking about, you know, stuff and then you can't go back to sleep. Like I woke up at four o'clock this morning and you know, just started thinking about, you know, the different things I had to get done and how it was going to solve different problems and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, all of a sudden it's six 30 and the kids are up and you got to get breakfast going and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, life is tough to deal with sometimes. And, uh, you know, I, I, there are certain things that I do to try to stay on track. You know, it doesn't necessarily help my sleeping patterns, but there are certain things that I do, um, you know, to try to alleviate that day to day, because you, you can start your day and end your day feeling like you absolutely didn't accomplish anything. Um, I think that can actually happen too. I mean, you could start your day and your end end your day not actually accomplishing anything, unless you're organized and prepared for it. So I think that that to me, you know, from a from a de-stressing kind of perspective, I'm a big fan of kind of checklists and working yeah. through the checklists and checking things off as I go and prioritizing those checklists and kind of have a a running board of things that need to get done. So when it is quitting time, if I ever get there, I can, I can know what I did, feel accomplished and then, you know, get organized for the next day and start thinking about the next task. So,
0: yeah, no, I, for sure. I feel the same way. I, I, you know, if I can't sleep like that, like the first thing I do is like, I'll wake up like, let's just say 7am, I'll wake up and I'll literally I mean, if I'm going to work, which is not normal nowadays, but like, let's say I'm coming down here, wherever I'm working, like I'm the kind of person, like I just start like really focusing and just getting through every, every little thing in detail. And like, like going through all my emails I need to catch up on, you know, if I had a to-do list that, you know, the areas I need to do, I'll do those right away. Like contracts, whatever I'm working on. And I try to get those done and, you know, and then I feel a little more free by 10, 11 AM that I accomplish some stuff. And, or if I'm asked about it, I now have a very clean answer of what I'm doing, right. Or how I'm going to fix something or achieve something. And I think that's a lot of times people just don't set goals and, you know, it's easy to get lost in the day to day and keep doing something. You feel like a robot and all that. But if you find some pleasure in what you do and you, and you have a job that you can find pleasure in some way, shape or form, um, that's where you want to be in life. Like you need to find something is your job that you can relate to and, and find a positive thing. And for me, it's always been people, I'm not going to lie. Like the job's the job, but like, I kind of like working with companies and coworkers. And to me, that's always been like, I want to achieve something that makes my boss look good. You know, I want to achieve something that, you know, like, I worked on a project <clears throat> this past year from March, like right around the time COVID hit all the way till I would say August, maybe July, August. It was a really big project. And it was for a lot of savings of money for uh, something we were working on. And uh, the, the the highest level of the company ended up reviewing this project and they ended up declining it to do what we wanted to do. But uh, I got a shout out, like in the VP, all people meeting, you know, my name came up like, oh, all the hard work by Dave Thomas, you know? So I was like, wow, awesome. you know, and yeah. but that just makes me feel like, you know, you know, they did recognize I was trying to make them look good. And I put together presentations that were second to none, like amazing. Like I took images of like cars and whatever I need to put in it and I cut them out completely and put them. So it looked really, you know, high level and it wasn't uh but I enjoyed it. I actually liked doing it and I knew that they would like it when they saw it. Right. Cause they'd be like, wow. And even the highest level people, people that are so high level that make multi millions of dollars seeing this presentation. Right. And I knew that they would be like, wow, this looks good. You know, someone really put this together in the right way, you know, but. Yeah,
1: no, 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 don't doubt, man. I oh. plenty, plenty of uh, stories around that myself. Um, you know, recognition is important. Uh, you know, it, it really is knowing that the work that you do is being seen by others. And, you know, I, I think that's a very important aspect of having a good working life um, and being a good manager, a good, good coworker even is yeah. recognizing when work is getting done. Um, You know, I I think a lot of people fall in the trap, though, of needing that recognition from others to feel successful in their careers. And I think the one thing that I've kind of learned is, you know, that recognition I kind of give to myself through the different things that I do, like that checklist that 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 I make for myself of things that need to get done. It's so awesome when I can check everything off. Like yeah, it just, it, it takes feeling. this weight off your shoulders, regardless of recognition. And nobody knows what I yeah. did that day, but I checked all the stuff that I needed to get done, done. And uh, it feels good internally too. So I, I think the there's an checklist. element of, of, you know, making sure that, <laughs> that you're being accountable to yourself as well.
0: So let's flip this into something that's more life bound is like, maybe you could actually create a checklist for your normal day life for checking off things you should be doing, like calling your mother or that's a great idea it's sledding or spending 20 minutes reading with your children right so just think of it that way too like it doesn't always have to be about work maybe you can take the checklist idea and use it for bucket list things or um, things you really want to do for your community like get out and help people so I think That's what we need to do, Tim, the checklist. I like, no, actually, I I really like that idea,
1: Dave. I think that that makes a lot of sense because, you know, I'm, I'm kind of stuck in a rut right now where, where it works kind of my entire life, you know, at this point, just, just this phase of my life. And, uh, you need to have those personal goals. I think especially, and I hate to say it because we always talk about it, but being, being stuck in the house right now, I mean, we're not only in COVID that's part of it, but we're in, in winter in Michigan right so there's not a lot of things to do there's not a lot of things to accomplish you kind of hibernate in a way um or or you can easily hibernate i should say when when we're stuck Mm. in these winter months and i think that's actually a really important thing i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to put some things on paper for that and start checking them off
0: so yeah because great idea This time of year is just so bad here. Like today is the first day I actually went for a walk. My treadmill broke. So I'm like in this like rut of like not being able to move and I can't stand it. Like normally I could power walk and just walk and watch TV or do my job. And at least move, like, and I feel better physically. And then now I can't do that. I can't go outside. It's like freaking 15 degrees. You know, I'm trying to walk outside when it's cold, but I just don't got that in me. Like, even though I'm an outdoorsman.
1: Yeah, no, 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 right.
0: That's just a little too cold for me. And and so today was the first day, it was like 40 out. and It was beautiful. So I actually got out twice today and went for two walks um, because I knew I needed to catch up and figure out this treadmill situation, which is a downer right now. So,
1: well, so, so, what would be on your your checklist
0: oh man checklist well i think um definitely kids stuff so i I would start with that and then like maybe maybe like actually reading with the kids 30 minutes each maybe per day you know try to do at least once a day or once every other day be nice at least because i feel like we get caught like let's watch a movie or let's play a video game together right which is still fine but like I don't know. Like, I just, I feel like sometimes you just kind of miss so much so quickly. Yeah. And I looked at my eldest son yesterday, and he just turned 12, and I'm like, 12? Like, what the heck, you know? And he's like, I can't even pick him up barely, you know. I'm thinking my head, like, what the heck, man? I lost like five years so quickly, and I, (laughs) I I still see him as like seven, you know. Yeah. No. No doubt. What the heck is happening here, you know? So I, I guess. And I know that's just natural. It's life. It's a circle life. There's nothing you can do. We're all going to age and all that. But it just, it, 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 to keep, you know, being depressed from it, you just got to find certain things that are cool and try to do stuff with them that, you know, could be fun. But again, not always the same stuff. And I feel like that's the issue, right? Like, like gaming, right? Me and my kids found a really love for gaming together. But like now I look back on them, it's like, all right, it was cool. It was a cool phase, but they're still into it. And I kind of want to like pull them out of it, you know, and like, what else can we do you know maybe we should go for skiing or go for a jog or you know maybe let's go and look through nature right you know what i mean like it's getting too yeah. much and it's like all right now it's time to like take a step back and figure out a better path and at least something where they're learning something right because i'm starting to feel like this was cool for a little bit but now like they're not learning anything you know it's yep. not like you watch wild Kratz, right and you're learning about animals and you'll remember that like oh a possum can eat ticks or whatever, right? I mean, you're always gonna, if you're watching something that they're learning or exploring yourself in the wilderness or whatever, I mean, it doesn't have to be that. It could be playing a game, playing basketball, playing football, it don't matter.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's great. Um, you know, I think one of the things that I do with the kids, we we love cooking, we love eating. You know, the kids actually loved uh, and are really interested in, in that, although they don't do a lot of it themselves. I, they just don't have the confidence to really, you know experiment with cooking and that kind of thing which is good don't get me wrong because putting a knife in their hands might be a completely different story anyway um but, but we 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 watch a lot of the um food network type of stuff you know like chopped and like the different competitions and like they're really into that man and they That's they fun. actually love um they love watching like the like they, they have this one called kids baking championship right which is kids are our kids age that are in this competition for mm-hmm. baking cakes and muffins and oh, cookies that's cool. and all this kind of stuff and they actually really get into it like trying to guess at who's the best and what they would do and what flavors they would use and all that kind of stuff so hopefully that sticks with them you know and they, they can find some sort of passion through that it seems like they're really interested in it um but the you know the other part of it is just trying to i think breed that passion in them or try to find that passion in them and one of the things i've been doing with my oldest son is kind of sitting him down every day and just for five or ten minutes talking to him about life you know about friendship about what he's doing how he's doing where he wants to go you know what he's interested in and sometimes they don't have an answer but giving them different tasks like you know okay if you don't know you know if you don't have a passion you don't have a hobby you don't have anything new that you want to do um, maybe we should start researching that. So, you know, give me a topic, let's start looking it up. And if you see something that's interesting, you know, tomorrow, what I want you to do is read about it and come back to me and we can talk about what you read about and, you know, just kind of help them in that, and that mindset kind of, um, you know, further their own life and start thinking about their future a little bit. I was, um, with a couple of buddies this past weekend and, uh, talking about, you know, just life in general. And I happened to mention that my oldest son, who's 12, is we started talking about garage space and driveways and that kind of thing because there's some work that i want to do on the house and they're like well why wouldn't you do this and that and i said well because listen in four years like let's take let's say it takes a year for me to accomplish what i want to accomplish in in four years now three years from when it's done my son's gonna have a car and they they look at me like holy crap yeah (laughs) yeah so, I mean, I mean, to your point earlier, time flies by when you get older. I think the older we get, the faster time flies by and the faster time can slip away from you and you don't realize you're five years down the road.
0: Yeah, it's scary. But it speaking of that, so there's a clip I am going to play for you. I found this online. It's called uh, Every Man Has Two Lives. And so I'll play it real quick, but um, we'll talk about it after. There's a couple. I have like two or, two or three cool clips on here I, I want to show you. But this is the first one. It's by uh, Naval. Uh, Rakevent, Rakevent. All right, let me see, let me see how to, trying
2: to. Every man has two lives, and the second starts when he realizes he has just one. Wow. It's like a happy person wants 10,000 things, a sick person just wants one thing, mm-hmm. right? So it's your, it's your unlimited desires that are clouding your peace, your happiness have desire just don't focus on more than one desire at a time the universe is rigged in such a way that if you just want one thing and you focus on that you'll get it but everything else you gotta let go
0: did you make
1: interesting huh yeah makes a lot of sense actually you know contentment is is a big thing when we chase after too many things Mm -hmm. i think we get ourselves into trouble right We, we get we pull ourselves in too many different directions to Stay focused on what our goal is. And I think, yeah. yeah, staying focused on a goal is, I think, extremely important in life.
0: Interesting when he says, uh, you know, a happy person wants 10,000 things, but a sick person just wants one. They just to want alive. to feel better.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. <Or>
0: yeah. <laughs> right. So that's interesting when you think about it. Cause it's like you're at some point, we all become that sick person no matter what at some point. And so, Instead of, but like what he's saying is like, if you can focus on each thing, I think you'd just be happier, period. So like we talked about the to-do list with kids or your wife or whatever, if you can focus on those things and directly focus on them. Like sometimes my younger son will talk to me and I'm kind of like scatterbrained or I'm thinking and looking around while he's talking. So I trying to, and I'm learning to do this better, but I'm trying to like, look right at him and literally focus on every word he says when he's talking to me, cause I don't want him to feel like, Oh, my dad never listens to me or doesn't care what I say. Right. Yeah. So I'm trying to like fix that for myself. It's just like, you know, focus, you know, stop, stop, you know, don't worry about work. Don't worry about this. Don't worry about it. Just focus. <clears throat> so I think that's what he's saying in those, those words. And I thought it was very interesting.
1: Yeah. It's, it's funny. I, yesterday, yesterday, the day before, um, had a little, you know, incident with the kids. They're just not behaving and, they ended up getting grounded and, you know, they they changed their behavior a little bit, you know, but just trying to do just the, the least amount, you know, to, to try to earn back some privileges that they lost, you know? And uh, after this little bit of work that they did, which you could see that they were trying, but you could also see that they're trying to do the minimum um, to earn anything back. You know, he, my, my, my son started asking me, he's like, did I earn it back yet? I did I earn it back yet. And, I, and I, look, I looked at him and I said, do you really need to ask me that? I mean, don't you know whether you did enough work or whether you did the right thing to really come and approach me as to whether or not you earned back privileges or not? And he, he looks at me kind of shyly. He's like, yeah. He's like, so so. why would you do that? Like, why, why would you come to me knowing in your own heart that you haven't done what you needed to do? And you're asking somebody else that, that was the one that punished you, by the way, to forgive you. And, and forgiveness is a great thing. And I, I think there's lessons on forgiveness that, that you can have. And there's times where there, you know, it is to forgive. But we've been going through this responsibility mentality with my kids. I need to see reliability, responsibility, and maturity. That's what I'm expecting from you. And I'm not asking much, but I'm asking when you see a dish on the counter, you put it away. You know, when you see this, you, you do it. You guys are home all day, you know, with school and all that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm in my office working. And when I come downstairs, I mean, I expect it not to be worse than when I went upstairs in the morning, you know? And so we've been going through that, going through that. And, you know, later in the night when, when, uh, when it was bedtime, he he comes up to me just randomly. He said, dad, I, I just want you to know that you're the best dad. And I I looked at, him like, that just kind of. Well no and, and it was kind of that mentality but that was it. I mean we we talked about it he's like I just I don't want you to feel like you're a bad dad. Wow. You know? And and I just wanted you to know that you're you're a great dad. And I said thanks man like cuz I cuz you you feel bad don't you? Like when you punish your kids you feel like you're missing yeah. out on moments. You yep. feel like you're taking their joy away. But in those moments where I did do that and he knew he was in the wrong and he tried to get out of it and he didn't. He still at the end of the night, you know, thought I was a good dad for staying firm and holding, you know, holding him accountable for uh, yeah. my expectations of him. So
0: yeah. Kind of cool. Yeah, That is cool. All right. Here's the other one. So this one's a little bit, I think a different topic, but um, um well, let's just, let's do it and we can talk about it. But I found this one too. And I thought it was a really interesting conversation.
2: 90% of the human suffering is in just this you misunderstand your psychological drama to be real. It's your drama. You can play it whichever way you want. If you're a good director of drama, you would make it the way you want it. Otherwise, it's happening haphazardly Well, this is the reality of existence, how beautiful it is. But most people choose to live in their mind because they have made strong conclusions and it's no more a choice as to where they live. It's time you live on this planet. Just pay enough attention to every aspect of creation and you will see the presence of the source of creation in it. This is what you need to experience. The psychological drama is your making. It's my wish and my blessing that you must get out of the prison of your own mind and know the beauty of creation.
0: Isn't that amazing? It is. This is a guy in like Afghanistan. And I, when I heard this, I was like, he's so right in so many ways. Like you, you, you create this drama, this over zealous situation of anything, whether it's my kid broke my fish tank or, you know, and you, and you get into this whole negativity when really, I mean, what really is it? You know what I mean? Like, it's what like, really it's so matters. Much, so yeah. many more important things in life when, and just by stepping outside and looking around.
1: Yeah, I've been reading this uh, well, it's really more of an ebook, but this ebook and one one of the things that I really picked up on is, you know, where where you find where you find God, where you find what's important. And and I, I kind of related to it because the, the author was talking about how, you know, she finds it when she steps outside and looks up. Right. And I, 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 feel something very similar to that. Like when I'm in a wide open space, when I'm traveling, when I see something new, when I see something huge um, that's where I find joy for some reason, like I don't find joy in four walls and in a book or, you know, anything like that. I love to travel. I love to see, you know, the world and, you know, looking up in the sky and seeing a bright, bright, you know, bright sun out there. And, You know, that, that's what really helps me focus on the more important things in life, knowing that there's something bigger out there, something better out there than what I'm doing right here in this moment. (laughs) I mean, not with you, obviously, you know, me talking to you. (laughs) It's dark out, by the way, there's no big blue sky, so. (laughs) All
0: right, here's the last one. Now, this one you might have already heard, actually. And I heard it, and I thought, man, this is really well done. And I I thought about it, and I was like, I'm going to play it anyways. Here we go.
2: Don't fail. You're not even trying. I'll say it again. If you don't fail, you're not even trying. My wife told me this great expression. To get something you never had, you have to do something you never did.
1: That's from a movie, isn't it? Is that from a movie? It might've been
0: university of Pennsylvania. I thought it was actually a speech Denzel Washington gave to a. Yeah. Okay. Class.
1: Maybe that's I, I knew it was Denzel Washington. That's why I thought it was from a movie, but how serious is that? You, you can't. Yeah.
0: You're going to fail. I mean, there's yep. no way around it. I think people don't realize in life that no matter what you do, it is the first time you're going to do it and you're going to fail. It's yep. okay. That's the point. If people make you feel it's not okay, they're wrong. It is okay. That's the point. <laughs>
1: It is. It absolutely is. And, and, I, and I think I think the, the premise of you have to do what you've never done to get something you've never had. There, there's an older quote where, where my, my mom, who, who wrote a book many, many years ago, just kind of a, for fun. She had, you know, just like writing and reading and that kind of stuff. And she wrote it around this topic of those who are not those who do not, do not learn from the past are condemned to repeat it. So for those that do the same thing or or, or repetition, I don't know if you've ever heard, repetition is insanity, right? When you do the same thing over and over again and expect the same result, or expect a different result, that's never gonna happen, right? So it really is stepping outside and doing something different that if you want something different that you've never had before, you have to do something different that you've never done before. And that makes a whole heck of a lot of sense because if you keep just doing the same things, over and over again, nothing's going to change. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: I say to everybody out there, dare to challenge yourself and, you know, realize that no matter who you are and no matter who we're talking about, everybody has failed like especially you look at actors you you think these actors are like so amazing people and celebrities but they have all failed at some sort of casting they've all not made a cut here and there and the funny part is you could, if you go back and you can watch casting calls of like all these people who were for big movies and stuff and all the big names that were on a casting but yet never got picked right and they picked somebody yeah. no one even knows because everybody fails it doesn't matter who you are it could be a, a ceo of a company they have failed at some point in their Life at some project, you know, yep. like it's just so don't feel discouraged. If you really want something, you go for it. Just like the guy said a couple uh, video clips before, you know, you focus on one thing, you'll achieve it. That's the point. That's how the uh, nature works, right? Just if you really focus on one thing, you can achieve it. Don't get me wrong, some things will be hard, some things will not be possible, but don't let one person or two people even tell you no, right? <laughs> you got to keep going and challenge yourself so only way yep
1: no absolutely man and i use this before but you never know what's on the other side of the door and you got to knock on it in order to see so you got to open that door you got to knock on the door you got to see if anybody's home and maybe nobody's home at that door and you move on to the next door but eventually something's going to open something's going to be on the other side and you're going to get to go down and continue your journey down wherever you're going to go um the, the, the point is, is not to stop. And I think that's, to be honest with you, I think that's the toughest part for me about this time of year is the monotony of life. The yeah. cold days, not do, you know, not getting out, not seeing new things. For me, that's a joy. That's a love. I love camping. I love the outdoors. I love all that kind of stuff, but you get in this mon- monotonous mode this time of year. And it just drives me absolutely insane.
0: Yeah. And I, and I think that, I think it's really important. And I, I, want to say that you sometimes the biggest, one of the biggest things in life, in my opinion is just, so you have this, you know, what we talked about today, all these different things of daring yourself, challenge yourself, you get stuck in these, you know, grinds that you're working on like right now. And you're, you you know, but the biggest thing is, is that you always want to be good to people and nice to people. It doesn't matter how they treat you. It, what matters is how you treat them. And I had this happen to me the other day, and I got very frustrated with somebody and I got snooty with them on the phone. This is like a company. I I, I had a my treadmill broke. I went to Costco. They said they return it. The company who picks it up is a different company. And I thought I fixed the treadmill. So I thought I fixed it. I was like, oh well, it seems to be working out. Maybe I just made a mistake. So I emailed they emailed me to pick it up. I said, I think I'm all set. I'm going to cancel this pickup. So the email went through, I didn't hear anything. So then literally the next day, the, the treadmill broke again. Same thing. I'm like, well, so I hurry up and email and say, hey, I need to schedule this pickup. I send the email Then I called and this manager comes on. The lady's like, oh, I can't help you. So this manager comes on. He's like, well, what's going on here? And I'm like, well, you know, I need to uh, schedule a pickup. And he's like, well, corporate already canceled this. And so what's the misunderstanding? And he was a little bit rude, but I was like, so I really kind of laid into him. I'm like, dude. I'm like, are you going to help me or not? Are you going right. to just pick up or do I need to call Costco? Right. right. You know I mean? I don't care. I just, you know, what's going on here. I don't need to talk to 10,000 people. Just right. tell me the answer. So he's like, just call Costco. And, and I hung up on him. So then I started thinking about, I'm like, yeah, I was just so rude about that. Like, why? Like, why was I yelling at that guy? Like, yeah, I was frustrating, but I did email him and say to cancel this thing. Right. So I'm thinking in my head like, I'm totally in the wrong on this, no matter what, it's not his fault. I canceled it. And so I went back to Costco.com, returned. So I sent the guy an email. So I'm like, you know what? I'm sending this guy an email. I feel really bad. So, so I just said, hey, I just want to apologize. I was way too rude. And uh, you know, I came off as rude. And I want to apologize. I had a bad day. Totally directed that towards you. Should not have been. So I just want to say, I'm Good sorry. Him, he didn't reply. But I felt like I did the right thing. Because I don't usually cool. do that. I don't usually ever argue with people. Even at work, I never argue. Like, I, I'm a type of person who's very, like, standoffish. Because I know... At the end of the day, it'll get worked out generally, and, and I knew this me. would get worked out too.
1: <laughs> not me, my friend. That is a that is a struggle of mine.
0: <laughs> yeah, I haven't had that problem. I just for some reason I just realized that, and it's not like that with my kids, unfortunately. But I know that, like in real life, like with you know other people, that if I if I back off and then pursue it a different way or with more data. I will usually get the right answer I want. So, yeah. Like in that case, he couldn't help me anyway, but you know, being rude doesn't justify it anyway. So that's the only reason I sent the email back, but of course, you know, if you call Costco and say, "Hey, this is what happened." They're going to still refund it. You know what I mean? They don't care. Yeah. They just need to know that it's really broke, you know, so.
1: Well, I think a lot of a lot, a lot of the frustration that I have and in, 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 in yes, with kids, I think it's a different story, but a lot of the frustration that I have with other coworkers and people and that kind of stuff is the lack of listening. And that's the one thing, not one thing, but that's one of the things that I've learned is that you become a better person. Things become less stressful when you listen more and talk less, when you try to understand what's going on before you give a solution, because you don't even know if there's a solution that's needed, right? So it's about listening and asking questions and, being on the same page as other people, then you can have a conversation and you talk about your ideas versus their ideas, what's right, what's wrong, you know, about all that kind of stuff. But I think that's where I get frustrated the most is when people don't listen. Like if you call me and you want my advice and you're the one that called me, but you don't want to listen to what I have to say and you just want to interrupt. And, you know, that that's the most frustrating thing to me ever, ever. Why are you even, and I'm not talking about you. I'm actually talking I more know, about work saying,
0: stuff, It's funny, but
1: why are you even you calling? Me, why are you even calling? It's it was supposed
0: me to be a positive podcast, bro. If you
1: don't actually want to listen. Well, I'm saying that because it's a trap that people can get themselves into, right, which I recognize. Mm. It's a frustration of mine that, that quite frankly, I probably need to work on. Um, but it's a trap <laughs> that you can get yourself into in regards to being, getting yourself into a negative attitude when you feel like, so.
0: Yeah, I feel you. I, I feel you. I mean, the, my issue, I always don't. I rather people call me and talk through a scenario than try to email me a 40 page document that shows what to do. <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah. dude, like, yeah. uh, are you expecting to read this in that much detail? Like just right. call me and let's all work through it together. Instead of you sending an email, that's 25 paragraphs that tells what to do. <laughs>
1: right. Like, come on. Yeah. Because or, you can't uh, read tone. You can't read what their thoughts are. It might be a lot of facts, but facts don't, facts don't always get things done. You yeah. have to have the picture behind it. So
0: that is true. That's true. Okay guys. Well, listen, we do have to go, but uh, so what did we learn today? We learned that uh, Tim is very upset um
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know maybe it's shown that I am a little stressed man. I got to do this checklist thing. So yes, stay or- what what I learned what I learned is that checklists are good. It helps keep me organized but uh, I need to further that outside of my work life into my personal life. Yes. Um and start you know start making goals and checking them off no matter how little it is.
0: Yes. So the life checklists on this EP of upwards positive podcast we'll see you guys next time thanks for watching make sure you subscribe and hit like we love for you guys to follow and share this with your friends and uh a lot more to come so make sure you guys stick around thanks for watching we'll see you